Author Elizabeth Gilbert says the universe buries strange jewels deep within us. This explains, in part, why journalist Sherry Franklin left a successful job in marketing, a company she had built from the ground up to become an intuitive coach and a meditative teacher. She's traveled the world, she's gone down under with Oprah Winfrey, and she's even been featured on all kinds of news outlets where she shares her wisdom and her gifts. What's clear is that Sherry has lived an incredible life. It's about discovery and leadership and mining those hidden jewels. This is her story. Welcome to Sippin' On Stories, where we take you into the lives of diverse and unique change makers who turn anxiety, fear, and passion into powerful recipes for success. Good stories build insightful connections, but great stories. Now, that's something special. Today's story is one of those stories. Hi, welcome back. This is Rose McInerney. We are sipping on another great story today. And this one is a lady named Sherry Franklin. And this is a really, really big one. We are sipping on the secrets of the universe. Before we hop on and meet with Sherry, and I give you just a little snippet about what you're going to hear today, I'm going to ask you to hit that subscribe button. Sippingonstories.com is our website. Head on over there. You can see extra links. We eventually will have some great swag up there for you as well. Um, And don't forget about our YouTube. Our YouTube channel gives you a chance to put a face behind the guests that we have on the show and to see a little bit of the banter or the interaction that happens. And of course, we've got some social media. I would love to have you follow each and all of those different channels, if you will. So thank you for that. And a big thank you while we're here to womanscape.com. I don't need to be a commercial for them. Just look at womanscape.com and tell me you don't love what they're doing. They are featuring change makers that inspire us to just be better. They're everyday people that turn their lives into something incredible and it's all for the good of, of others and progress in the world. All right, so how do we get back to the secrets of the universe? It sounds big, doesn't it? We're going to use words today like intuition. We're used to always thinking with our minds when we make decisions. Some of us react, of course, in life with our hearts, and we, we consider that impulsive and, you know, we're careless. Maybe we make some big mistakes. We fall in love really hard with the wrong person. Um, whatever it is, our guest today is going to show you that that heart and something called intuition, just understanding the reality of little impulses, things around your life that are happening are signals. They provide clues for us to make better decisions, to gauge how we're doing in the world. So I don't need to give Sherry too much of an introduction other than to say, I'd love you to go and check her website out, sherryfranklin.com. What she's doing is so, so different. I hope you're going to be entertained today. I know that I have read Sherry's book. It's called Intuition, The Hidden Assets That You Should Have. So check that out. And without any further ado, let's get in and meet with Sherry. Hi, Sherry. It's great to welcome you into the Sipping on Story Lounge. I hope you're doing all right today. Good, good, good. Good, good. Well, we're going to talk about something super important, 
and it's called Intuition. Love that topic, yeah. <laughs> I think you know a little bit about this, don't you? Oh, I love it. I love, <laughs> it. I love it. Okay, well, um, quick question. Are you sipping on anything? I've got a little bit of green sludge to be happy today. Are you sipping on anything or just? Uh, I can do a mint. I'll do a okay. little mint. Well, you're sipping on a lot of life as we all are these days. I want to get right into it and the meat of what it is that you have done. You've written this amazing book called Intuition, The Hidden Assets, really, that we've got to harness. Um, we have all the information on our sippingonstories.com website, and we'll have some links for people to reach out to you. But can you tell us a little bit about why you wrote the book and what it's about? The book was really written roles because it was time for me to confront my fear Hmm. because I was you know feeling as so many women do you know we feel like we're not enough you know you need to do this we need to do that I need to be skinnier taller (laughs) everything and I felt I needed a PhD or master's degree to, to to write a book and even though I had been studying intuition really for over 30 years I just was concerned that what my knowledge base wouldn't be respected because I didn't have those degrees behind my name. Right. And then lo and behold, suddenly I had, I had to face my fears and it it came about really because of something so special that happened to me on the last year, Oprah show, Oprah was advertising on the radio for her ultimate fan. And I remember being on Lakeshore Drive heading south and I heard the advertisement and I thought to myself, I said, wow, I'd like to be a part of that show. And I didn't tell anybody. And I mm-hmm. got and I Googled it and I found where the, the application process was and I did it. And, and that's a big part of women sometimes is, is when we tell our dreams. Yes. Dream killers out there. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you all the reasons why it will not work. They'll tell you this, they'll tell you that. And then all your doubts, fears, and insecurities kick in. And you don't believe that you have what's necessary to pull it off. Right. And in the meantime, I had I had to face my fears because suddenly something so wonderful happened that it made me realize I had everything I needed inside to go on and do it. And because I'll just, you know, hopefully your listeners will, you know, read the book. I'll give a shortened version. Okay. When I did get called back by one of Oprah's producers for the, for the show, they said at the end, they said, what is your dream? (laughs) And I told them my dream had been to meet the Aboriginal people that I'd fallen in love with them after reading this book called Mutant Message Down Under by Marlo Morgan many years ago. And didn't <laughs> pick me, but that was my dream. And conveying it was really scary in itself because sometimes we don't want to tell our dreams because number one, you know, people tell you why it won't work or we've been hurt before. Right. And you don't want to get hurt again. So we figure it's better to keep that dream down. And and women need to spend a lot of time, you know, looking at themselves, really looking at themselves deeply and allowing themselves to hear what's going on with their intuition. Because after that trip, my intuition was like, it wasn't settling for me holding on to my fear anymore. 
Right. Get this book done, get this book done, get this book done. And, and I had to face it. And to let you know how scared I was, Rose, that I had a group of volunteer readers. And the day I released the book to the volunteer readers to, to read, yeah, I got my stomach got definitely sick. I mean, I, uh, sick like I, I couldn't even go anywhere because it was too upset to even travel. Yeah. And I was supposed to go to a family luncheon. And again, I, I do my own intuitive work and I got, should I go to this luncheon? Because my stomach's really upset. And I got back, you're supposed to go. go. So I went. And when I got there, a cousin of mine asked me what I've been doing. And I told her I'd been writing a book. And it turned out she was newly retired from her position. And editing was one of the things that she did. Oh, wow. And she said, I'll be your volunteer reader. And she she took out a $20 bill, slapped it on the table. She said, in fact, I'm going to be the first one to buy a book. Oh, nice. You know, they're affirming notes that you get in the universe. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we pay attention and sometimes we don't. Yes. That was when I finally said, I'm doing it. But, you know, the fear didn't stop even then because here I am. I get the book done and I've hired an editor Mm -hmm. and my intuition kicks in and my intuition tells me that there's something going on why the book won't get published on time. So I called my editor up and I met her and everything. And she said, um, it, it, it's not me. It's you. You have new author jitters. Yeah. And I was like, new author jitters. I said, Oh, maybe so. Cause you know, you're scared. Yeah. And lo and behold, Rose, don't you know after that, that editor disappeared on me. <gasps> So isn't that funny? Your intuition told you there was something up about her. Already it's hard enough as a writer to release and share what you write. I understand that completely. And everyone that's penned anything knows it. So so what happened after that? Well, um, she wouldn't answer anything. She wouldn't have taxes. She wouldn't answer emails. She wouldn't answer phone calls. And then okay. one night, I was up in the middle of the night. My husband comes in. He sees me on my laptop. He said, what are you doing? And she said she was based in New York. I said, I'm shopping for airfares in New York because I'm going to New York. I know where our office is. You're not Colombo. You know, you know what you're <laughs> you gonna track her down and <laughs> corner her. I was gonna do Rose. I was like, oh no, that's not kind of money, M-O-N-E-Y. Oh, of course. You paid for her services and everything. And I called her at three o'clock in the morning. Oh wow. And she told me, she said, I know you must want to curse me out. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I probably did a while ago. Yes. But I'm past that now. Right. I just need you to be the woman that, showed, that I signed my contract with and I paid with to get my book done. Because right. that, by that time, we were so far in the process role. She, she had the ISPN number, you know, everything. And um, what happened? It, it was really about confronting all these fears. And so the cousin who I told you I saw at the luncheon sure. ended up doing much more than the editor did that I hired at the end. The editor did do some things, but at the yeah. end, it was my cousin who sustained me and helped me during that time. And mm-hmm. I learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about trusting my intuition. Because like you said, I knew something was going on. Right, right. And, and then it became, I'm enough now. I'm already enough. Yeah. 
I'm already who I need to be. Now, that doesn't mean that we all aren't inherently flawed because we are. The only people that aren't flaws are ones who are no longer in the physical plane. Mm -hmm. Okay. But those of us who are here going through our life journey have to accept the fact that we're not going to do everything right. We're not going to do everything wrong. Mm -hmm. And we have to know how to let ourselves off the hook. Yeah. And to embrace the flaws because they're going to help shape us and maybe they're there for a reason. So that we are coming to grips with the fact that we have to practice self-forgiveness. Yeah, we all hard. to ourselves much rougher than we would allow anyone else to do. And you got to pay attention to how that voice in your head is talking to you. Because you got to sell yourself to yourself all the time. Well, and that's what you just hit because you're practicing forgiveness of another that you paid to do a job that she was not completing. And so you had to get over that, but you're advocating for yourself and flying there at your own additional expense to make her follow through was a way for you to own that I am worthy, I guess. Well, also the other thing is too, I think a lot of times when we as women make mistakes, Mm. we're reluctant to share it. Um, first of all, you have to be same thing with dreams. You have to be comfortable with who you share your mistakes to Yeah. because not everyone is going to be your cheerleader. You know, yes. some people will recall everything that you did wrong from fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And those are not the people that you want to share a mistake with. <laughs> you want to share a mistake with someone who yeah. is able to say, you know what? You didn't do everything right, but here's mm-hmm. what I see could have been done a little differently. And they don't say it to you with judgment. They right. say it to you with that intuitive sense that yeah. you're, you're a constantly evolving creature. Yep. And, yep. and soul growth and development doesn't happen in an instant. It happens in these moments in life that things don't turn out so great. And what you just went through, you're writing a book about intuition. Then your intuition tells you something is wrong. You follow it, you advocate, and you overcome. So you actually harness everything you've written about. Yeah. And like I said, when, you, when you're in the thick of things, right. you, you're really in the thick of things, we have to trust that we have our own back. So how do we do that though, Sherry? So for listeners out there that are watching on YouTube and following the podcast, how do they know what real intuition is? Because what if it's steering me wrong? What if I'm throwing, I'm projecting myself into what I really want and it's really not what intuition, it's not really what I should be hearing. Probably the most difficult question, but how do you know? I think that first of all, you have to know how intuition is processed in your body. Okay. Uh, um, intuition, it can mm-hmm. be projected physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Okay. And your body's your laboratory. It's really telling you everything you need to know. So let's say, you know, it's, it's the old trust your gut. Right. You know, you get butterflies in your stomach. Or, or maybe your, your head feels a little differently. Or maybe the hair in the back of your neck stands up. Yes. But you have to treat your body like a laboratory that you're always discovering all the time. Mm-hmm. And so intuition is, is, is still being processed all the time. And that's one of the things that we've lost in some of the technology piece. We don't hear the inflection of a person's voice. 
we don't see their eye contact. We don't see their facial expression and we're, we're texting our lives away yeah. and we've gotten seduced on technology, but there's an inner technology that you need to pay attention to even more. I like that. And we have to know how to trust ourselves. Now that yeah. doesn't, it doesn't mean that, that intuition is the only thing you should turn to for advice, but it should definitely be on the list of what you're going to check in with when you have a major decision to make. Right. And so put it right up there with linear thinking, fact-based thinking, reasoning, you know, research that you're going to do, but put, what does your intuition tell you? Yeah. Yeah. What's it tell me about, you know, a person, you know, it's like you and I, my intuition immediately told me that you were the type of woman that I could trust. Yeah. And in fact, you know, we'll share with each other. I even screwed up the time for this whole thing because I had a fall. And I had a fall last week and it really kind of blew me away because you made a, I made a mistake and it was like, I was kicking myself and the, the fall happened Wednesday. And it wasn't until yesterday that my head started to clear up from it where I was really processing things. If you don't mind me interrupting you for a second, I think it's really important that I let our listeners know that this mistake that you're talking about this fall is something that happened when you lost your footing in the streets of Chicago. You were bending down to give some money to a homeless person. Your big heart was bending down to help someone in need and you lost your footing and fell and hurt your your head and your finger. And so... This is truly the humility that you live with or that is a, such a, a deep part of who you are, Sherry. It's, it's hardly a mistake. I haven't shared much in my intro here, but when Sherry and I met, we met via computer and texting, and I believe I am an intuitive person, and immediately I felt a connection to Sherry. And so... Let's fast forward. We've got an amazing article about Sherry that just scratches the surface of the beautiful work she does in the world and how real it is, how grounded. It's as tangible as my green sludge that I'm drinking today. Her making a mistake for you, Sherry, was reaching out to help somebody else on the street. So I don't know about you, Sherry, but you this is the cutting you some slack. You were doing such a wonderful, beautiful thing. Being in Chicago, I know having lived there for eight years, people that are living on the street are really suffering. And I watched that trajectory go up. So your heart is there. And I'm sure you felt that person's pain that you were helping. I did, but you yeah. know, after, after the moment, again, this is something that we as women get into. Yes. Falls. And, you know, mine was a physical fall, but they're emotional falls. We go through emotional hurts. Yes. Our falls are harder for us to process because we're so hard on ourselves. Yes. yes. And we don't cut ourselves the slack that um, mm-hmm. the male counterparts will do. Well, right? you're right. You're they right. Cut slack. A woman will beat herself up every time. Yeah. Yes. If you'll carry around the weight of, yes. of everybody else too. Mm-hmm. And so 
what is hard on ourselves. I agree. And I think any of the female listeners, and you can call this stereotypical, but I think there is something, you know, we don't call Mother Earth, Mother, Father Earth. There is something about us being grounded biologically in a different way. We're just, our chemistry is, you know, our our, bio, our, our bodies, you talk about inner technology. Our technology is different. We're wired differently. We're harder on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's one thing I can, I can put out to the, the listeners today is... Yes. Be gentle with yourselves, mm-hmm. you know, especially now yes. in the midst of all this pandemic energy, when people are reflecting and, and, you know, trying to figure out what's the next step, we're going to have to get comfortable with mm-hmm. being comfortable. Yes. We're going to have yes. to get comfortable with the uncertainty of the spirit. And at the same time, we're still going to have to have that intuition to turn to yes to help yes. guide us on this course because you know there's no owner's manual on how to approach this period well you know what sorry but you've written us a, a nice little owner's manual i'm just going to add that one in i cannot tell you enough uh listeners to go and check this book out it's a starting place it's not a panacea for here's all of the you know the sky is going to open up and you're going to feel like yes i've solved it and i own all the good things in myself, but it's a great start. And, and Sherry, I'm just going to publicly credit you for sending me on my own journey in such a, a new spiritual intuitive way that I, I should be sending you a note every day. Thanking you. I'm humbled. Truly. That you have walked the path of, of bravery, of courage for setting up woman's space. And mm. I'm intensely proud of you for the work that you're doing, because we need women to take more chances now. We need to yeah. see other women doing it and also yes. be willing to admit some of some of the things that may or may not go right. Yeah. When, when I mentioned to you about how my editor disappeared, I was ashamed to tell people that she disappeared because I thought yeah. it reflected on me yes. that I had made a good choice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that case at all. Been there. Yep. It, just, it just amounted to the fact that women are so much harder on themselves. We are. Yeah. We're very yeah. hard on ourselves. Yeah. We, we beat ourselves up too much. And I'm not saying everybody does this. So I, I don't think everybody, you know, has the same reality. Yeah. Check. But especially mm-hmm. during a period like this, when women are such nurturing creatures, you know, it's like I've mm-hmm. always felt that when a woman goes in to get say, her hair done or manicure, pedicure, she takes her community with her. Yeah. Oh, nice. When she sits down, she's thinking about yeah. this neighbor over here. Mm-hmm. I really want to fix her some soup. I know she's sick. Yeah. And You're right. my cousin over here, um, she's in the hospital. I need to go by and see her. You know, mm-hmm. so we take ourselves through all those experiences when we're relaxing because that's our way of relaxing. Well, you're right. It's always helping others. It really is. And, you know, men, we're not knocking you out there. I think, you know, we've seen a lot of great evolution in our relationship amongst men and women and men starting to step up and support women in new ways. I think that's, you know, a critical thing. But, you know, I know that you're really, what I've learned from you is the power of prayer again, Um, meditation, 
whatever you want to call it, because there are many, many ways to explain what that is, but getting into a place of peace and quieting the mind. This is something that you teach. You've got a long, a long list of people that come to you for this. What is it you work on? A couple of different things. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, um, the clients that I was seeing, I'm a practitioner at holistic health practice uh, at 1E Superior Chicago. Okay. And I'm an intuitive coach and counselor. So what this means is I help people to trust their guts so they can make better decisions in less time with less stress. And so now in the midst of this pandemic, I see people via Zoom. Yeah. So um, I may see five to eight clients a week via Zoom. Today, Tuesday's my busy day. Tuesday, I've seen four people. Oh, thank you. So I do that. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, I... I asked during the pandemic, how can I serve? And I got back, do your meditations. Well, I'd always been teaching meditation in person. And then I'd said, well, how am I going to teach meditations? And lo and behold, a woman I worked out with at the health club started teaching Zoom exercise classes. Well, I got her son how to teach me how to do Zoom over Zoom. Right. So then I started doing Zoom meditations. So now I do a Zoom meditation. Um, Wednesdays at one, I do one Saturdays at 10 o'clock. The Wednesdays at one now roles has changed That's where it. Wednesdays now I'm doing some type of teaching. I'm teaching now about the 12 dimensions of the soul. I've been doing that the last few weeks. The Saturday class ends up being more of just a meditation. Okay. And, you know, in the midst of all this, then I have, that's how you and I hooked up the International Women's Association. Mm -hmm. They bought me in to do a meditation for their organization, their members. Yes. And I've, I've done a couple other organizational things. So okay. it's about two or three things that I do. And at the same time, yeah. I'm still trying to discover my own life path of what I can do to, you know, embrace my life journey. What's next? Yeah. And just FYI, I'm going to be there. I'm heading out on my own little self-healing thing on Friday. And so I'm going to be with you the next four Wednesdays. So just know that. There are so many things we could talk about. I'm going to encourage people to reach out to you, to make an appointment, to take a look at your schedule, to read your story. I consider you such an amazing um, learner. You've gone on this journey of self-discovery that You've opened yourself up to the world in a very personal way. And I think that resonated with me. And I think it resonates, I'm sure, with everyone you work with. People don't do that out of goodness. When I started my business, people said, but what do you want? And I said, well, I don't know what you mean. Well, what do you want? Are you going to charge? Are you going to this? And I said, well, no, I want the story. I want to learn. I, I want to see if I can write. I want to know you. That exists. And again, I, I know this it's not supposed to be a love-in, <laughs> but Sherry, I cannot stress enough how uh, what a wonderful effect you've had on me. Sherry is going to be pressed to answer some client calls. Is there anything I can add to this, Sherry, at the end before you've got to run for the call of duty here? The big thing is that, you know, in this period, you know, we are all connected. Everyone has been traumatized on some level. You know, everybody's experienced some hurt, some loss. And we got to be gentler to each other. We got to be kinder to each other and understand that um, we have to help one another. 
It's like what you said about, you know, me walking by the homeless person and feeling like, you know, let me take some money out to give this person. Mm -hmm. Um, We got a lot of people going through changes. And I, you know, like you, Rose, I consider myself extremely blessed. Yes. And I think that people who are blessed are going to have to do more. I do too. Can't expect these corporations to be around to pick these people up. Mm-mm. And we're going to have to, um, we need more people to take a leap out in consciousness and create businesses. Yes. And at the same time, we're going to have to be willing to help one another. Agreed. If we don't help one another. What do you really have? We don't have anything. We don't have anything if we're not all in this together. And there's such strength in that, um, that shared humanity. Thank you so much. Thank you for being understanding about yeah, my, head, my head being discombobulated. Yeah, no, you're just amazing. I think you've got a new bionic finger that's growing there. <laughs> yeah, my head being discombobulated that I, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to beat myself up about it though. No, and you know what? We're going to have you on again. Can, can you promise me that you'll come back on the show and share again? I will, I will consider it an honor and Thank a privilege. You. So anytime, in fact, you reach out anytime, Rose. I love to hear. Okay. I feel exactly the same. Thank you so much. Fast healing, Sherry. Please take care. Love you right back. And we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Have a great afternoon. You too. Bye-bye. Ah, wow. Okay. So I'm just going to call a lot of stuff out there. I didn't expect this to be the love-in that it was today. Uh, my intuition didn't tell me any of this was going to happen, but keeping it real is super important and sharing and being vulnerable. So Sherry and I had this great chat a little shorter than I would have liked because Sherry has so much in her wisdom and experience through life to share. But I did take a couple of furious notes here to share with you as takeaways. And I'm going to ask you to send me some questions that you have because this idea of intuition and knowing what our gut is really telling us is going to be even more important as we go forward. Sherry called out a few things. Corporations are going to fall. We're seeing restaurants and businesses going out of business, and there is now going to be an onus on those that have the power to help lift others up to get out there and do it. So her takeaway is be kind to yourself, but be kind to others. Don't forget that because we're in a little bubble that we truly exist in a bubble. We don't, we don't, we know this. And I'm not going to preach, no preaching here, but I am going to say there's just something really special about having time in the middle of a crisis to wipe the slate clean a little bit. You see Sherry's vulnerability and she brings that to the work that she does. She's changed the way that I see good decision-making I incorporate head and heart and that gut in there. So I'm going to encourage you to take Sherry's advice and follow that. It's not connected, but if you hit the subscribe button, you know what? You're going to hear more good stuff like this with Sherry and the guests that we have on the show. So please follow our sippingonstories.com and visit the website. You can see how approachable Sherry is. She will gladly get back to you and send you an email. You can learn more about her book and all kinds of links, including YouTube there and our social feeds. Things to take away. Don't default to doubt. Be fearless. Fear is there for a reason. When you overcome it, you seize the opportunity. Um, You overcome the challenge. Um, That's exactly what she's done in her life. And I'm sure we all have done in our life at some point. So embrace that. 
Know that you are worthy. You matter. Your interactions with people in the world matter. We just want you to know that you're loved, that every single day you need to take the biggest, I'm going to call it gulp today, since I'm sipping on that darn, (laughs) that darn green sludge. You're going to take a big gulp of the best that you can in your life and just sip on that until we see you again next week. Okay. Take care, everyone. All the best. Stay safe. And that is a wrap again. Bye for now.